The following program contains swearing right from the fucking start. Hello and welcome back to We Don't Do Stuff. I'm Sunny Dap. And I'm Jazz and this is our podcast about stuff we don't do, but we will eventually. So Jazz, what have we missed in Birmingham this week? So I've got three things which I thought looked pretty good. Mm. So there's a national wedding show going on. Okay, cool. Um, that was over in the NEC. Okay, I'm not I'm not gutted I missed that because I ain't literally got no one to marry at the moment. So <laughs> I think it's a it's a big business, isn't it? Like just weddings, weddings in general. In, yeah. And I think like, you know, like sometimes people literally overspend on I I agree with you. People do overspend yeah. on weddings, especially in um Asian community as well. It's always like everyone just goes full out and you think it's half like, the, What the hell man? Like you know it's literally one day yeah everyone's gonna remember it but yeah. at the same time people are gonna forget it until the next one rolls around exactly yeah so so it's always like bigger the better isn't it yeah and yeah. i think it's crazy like you know people are spending over 20k hmm. and you're thinking like don't do that man like i, I don't know it's probably easy for me to say because i'm not married hmm. um but you think to yourself I, you know would i you probably would end up doing the same thing because you're thinking hopefully touch wood you're only gonna get married once yeah let's go all out yeah. you want to make it day to remember but does, does everyone remember it? That's what I'm trying to say. But I think the venues and the places and everyone else always also charges. Yeah, they do, man. As soon as they hear it's a wedding, a they're wedding. like, you know, the price has got four times, yeah. five times the amount. Hmm. But I think um, we were watching something recently and the, the guy there was saying that people spend loads when it's the birth of a child. Yeah. People go all out. When it's a wedding, people go all out. And when hmm. it's a funeral, people go all out. Yeah. So the three major life events. So like emotional things yeah. that linked to emotion. So I think that's it, man. I think we should have um, possibly... We need to our next business ideas need to be around wedding services. <laughs> yeah, but anyway, so there, there was this national wedding show going on. Yeah, and uh, you could have had you could have checked out uh, the show, and they had hundreds of wedding specialists from bridal boutiques, florists, jewelers, photographers for the ultimate wedding shopping experience. Nice. Yeah, I think it's typical kind of things that you would have probably expected from a wedding a wedding exhibition show. Yeah, yeah. Probably end up tasting a lot of wedding cakes as well, personally. Maybe we should have gone. I know, so I'm thinking. I'm thinking, how what can, what freebies can we get? Obviously, you won't get anything that's crazy. Yeah. Or you might, man. You never know, on it. You never know. Hmm. Amazing. What else okay, did we miss? so the other thing that we missed was on Friday, there was... You've heard of Rachel Paris, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. Improviser and um, she's also actor and she reads on... Uh, what's that? The BBC's uh, The Mash Report. The Mash Report, yeah. She's yeah. wicked, man. Yeah. With that guy, what's his name? Nish Kumar. I was about to say Ramesh Ranganathan because <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's his uh, thing that's and everyone confuses yeah, yeah, him yeah. with Ramesh innit you heard about last time that he was in um, he was on the tube and someone sent him a someone tweeted a picture at him saying that oh, I've seen this guy he looks like a, a fat, fat version of Nish Kumar and then someone's like nah that, that's him <laughs> yeah so anyway so Rachel Paris had a show going on in Bromsgrove oh, no way. at the Artix Theatre yeah and it was just basic stand up song sketch comedy yeah yeah and uh, so it's probably like a bit of uh, improv as well. Yeah, yeah. But I think that would have been pretty good to see her. No, I think I think it would have been cool as that, man, because um, the improv stuff she does is this group called um, Ostentatious, and they basically improvise Jane Austen-style novels, hmm. and they do like, a full show. And like last time they came to Birmingham, the whole thing just sold out. It's like they're always on Radio Four, um, Birmingham Rep, Salter Radio Four audience. It just it's a beautiful thing, man. But what's the other thing that we missed? And the final thing was Reiki Two. Reiki Two. Okay. Have you heard of Reiki? Is it that thing where that mystical energy where people like put your hands over you? Yeah. Okay. So basically, it sounds like what it is. So it's at the Zen shop in Digbeth. Okay. And it is kind of what he's saying. So Reiki is a simple and effective natural healing system. It's a simplified form of spiritual healing that is extremely powerful 
in overcoming problems of the mind, body, and spirit. That's okay. what the press release said. That's anyway. okay. okay. That's, that's yeah. not your endorsement, is it? No, no, no. We're not endorsed by the Reiki 2. Why call it Reiki 2? Like, Maybe there... they had a Reiki 1. But then, okay. But then I also feel now that because I never went to Reiki 1, will I benefit from Reiki 2? Or maybe it's because on the 2nd of March. Okay. So... I don't know. But anyway, maybe it's a different form of Reiki. Thoughts but and anyway, opinions on Reiki? <laughs> I, it's, I think it's a bit bullshit, to be honest. But I think that it's that thing where the human mind is a powerful thing. But this is the whole thing with like, you know, like um, um, the NHS and all these kind of mm. things. They promote mindfulness. Yeah. So if this Reiki stuff gets you into that mindful state. Yeah. Then it's it's fine in it. But I think it's when people start saying that it's an alternative to... Actual medicine. Actual medicine that you start thinking that, you know what? That's dangerous. Well, we're going to get Because some people that. get... Yeah, yeah, some people get really influenced by yeah. this stuff. And it causes um, a lot of harm to that person. Yeah. And like, you know, like some people start saying that, oh, you don't need to take like your, um, uh, your medication for this or that or yeah, whatever. Yeah. And they end up having a relapse. Yeah. Which affects them so badly. Yeah. That, you know, like it actually causes damage and harm that's to That's the them. thing. I think sometimes, you know, we have to distinguish what's a preventative method yeah. of uh, treating ourselves. For example, you know, um, I'm, I'm, I'm losing weight. So I know that if I don't sort out what I'm doing now, in the future, you know, it's not looking good for me in terms of, you know, you, you can get like diabetes and stuff. You know, it's not good, good for cardiovascular. So preventative method is healthy eating exercise. Yeah. But you know, a preventative and supplementary as well. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So yeah, absolutely. So like if you're doing like, any like yoga, mindfulness yeah. or Reiki or whatever alongside a regular healthy routine and to help yeah. you relax. I guess that's fine. Yeah, yeah. But some people do get convinced that this is like a secret alternative. Yeah. yeah, yeah. To or, um, traditional, not traditional, like to modern day medicine. I don't have a modern day yeah. medicine. I think that there's another thing as well. Like, I think a lot of people view it as modern day medicine, but the stuff that works is medicine for a reason. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like... It's because it's been tried and tested over years. Over years and yeah. years and we've seen a benefit from it. But I think you're right. I think um, it's great. You know, stuff like yoga def- definitely works and mm. it helps the mind and it gets you more calm as well. So you feel yeah. less anxious. Mm. When you're feeling less anxious, for example, um, you feel less stressed and you don't eat as much crap. Yeah. So I think yeah. it's, I think you care, I think you're right. You got to be careful with realizing okay, if something's giving you a good feeling, that's good. Yeah. But don't take it as your full time replacement if you have a serious condition. Exactly. Yeah. That's the thing. Isn't so it? basically, yeah, like uh, somebody was saying that like the commodity these days is space. Mm. I'm not talking space as in um, space time continuum all that shit. Yeah. You know, like Mars outside. And all that. And, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm literally talking about space in your environment. Yeah. So like you know like people are literally simplifying. Their yeah. um, uh, uh, their houses and being like a bit more minimalistic. Um, mm, yeah. So you mean in terms of space, as in like the room you have in your the house, physical space, the physical space thing, in yeah. your room. Yeah. So they're saying like you know the physical space around you also affects you mentally as well. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So I think people are saying that that's become the new thing now, where people are trying to like clear and declutter and because there's that thing in it. We have a, a clutter-free space yeah. in your physical environment. Yeah. Then it's clutter-free mind in your exactly. Yeah. yeah. So I think for that kind of stuff is good, but yeah. otherwise. If you're not using it as a supplementary thing and using it as a replacement for something, yeah, I'd be careful, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I don't believe in all this like the Reiki stuff, energy from stones and all this kind of stuff. Mm. It's a bit BS, isn't it? Yeah, no, no, it's fair enough, man. Yeah, but anyway, moving on, moving on, on and forward. Shall we look at uh, our next session? Next, next section, which is what's trending and the tr- what's got what's a Z, got in, Z it. in there. Yeah, finally got it right. So I had quite a few things trending. There was quite a few good things going on. Yeah, okay, so well, I was making me. some notes as I was going along. Yeah. So I've got about four things. What have you got? I got one thing. You got one thing. Yeah. Shall I go with my four? Yeah, let's go, man. 
So this one, literally everybody's seen this. Okay. And if you haven't seen this, you have not been on social media this week. So the Momo challenge. Okay. Okay, so basically, I was looking at this from like a very outside perspective. And I saw the picture of that Momo face face thing, yeah. And it looks scary. And I'm telling you, man, it looks scary, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you know, like, it's not like it's that you could brush it off. Like, yeah. it does look quite scary. Is that something on the ring or something? Yeah. Isn't it? And okay. every time it was coming up on Facebook feed, I kept hiding it. Or if yeah. it came up my, on, my, in, on my Twitter feed. Yeah. Because you don't want to be looking at that, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, it does yeah. look pretty scary. Yeah. So anyway, a lot of people were saying that, oh somebody reported this and then this happened and then somebody this happened and then there's x amount of people in europe have been killed because of this challenge what did you hear about it i to be honest with you, i only heard about it that it was coming was it coming up on youtube as well apparently uh, yeah and so then apparently it's, it's coming up on some videos and it's and coming stuff. up on videos especially when kids are watching the videos so yeah. the kids are finding it really scary yeah so um i think that this is um a birth of a urban myth okay so basically yeah digital urban myth yeah everyone's saying that I'm it not, happened. I'm not reading your notes. Yeah. <laughs> but basically saying that the Momo challenge yeah. is like, it's the anatomy, the BBC described it as like the anatomy of a hoax. Yeah. So basically they, they piece together of how the Momo challenge is basically just a hoax, yeah. a hoax and hype. Yeah. yeah. So basically we live in a world where there's algorithms and, um, uh, what's the other word for it? So do you know like when you click on one video and then something else happens? So you're going yeah. for like, so is that like a yeah. miss? So basically, for example, a hyperlink that's miss. Yeah. So basically, like, let me give you an example. Okay. So if you are looking for, oh, let me find the video on YouTube that links to the Momo challenge and yeah. Peppa Pig. So you search Peppa Pig, yeah, yeah, and then nothing comes up, like to do with the Momo challenge. So then you search Momo challenge. So now automatically, YouTube's going to think, oh, the people who watched Peppa Pig also watched the Momo challenge. Yeah. So then it's going to say like as a recommendation or the people who watch this video were also interested in this video okay so then that becomes that link how there. it links together yeah. okay yeah when really the people are making that happen yeah because the majority of the people are going on to youtube to find and they're linking it so yeah. it's basically that algorithm thing so it becomes a yeah. self-fulfilling yeah okay so basically yeah like somebody said so one newspaper reported that oh the more challenge one parent who doesn't want to be identified um in a school or area that they don't want to say where it is said that my son was saying to their the kids that oh i've been told that i have to tell you that the if you don't do this momo is going to come and kill you at night who's the kid who's the parent what school did it happen in yeah, yeah. that could have all just been made up yeah like i'm not saying that the newspaper report made it up could have somebody had, could have had <laughs> said to yeah, yeah. yeah somebody could have said to these people oh look this happened yeah yeah but they, we can't verify anything because yeah. we can't mean because we can't do i wouldn't be surprised if the um, yeah. uh, newspapers did make it up but i think it is i think as what we're saying it is that whole thing where you know you say candy man in the mirror five yeah. times and it's going to get you it's become a birth of an urban myth yeah so it? basically yeah so so that, that happened and then they start saying oh the momo challenge happened in um, some European country like Russia or something yeah. where like a hundred kids died where's the story so then so basically the, what they did was the BB, the um, uh, police hasn't reported any deaths related to Momo Challenge prior to this story breaking yeah um, charities to do with like kids charities or anything have not reported anything of the words even mentioned Momo yeah. Challenge or anything related to that before the story broke and uh, when they start investigating into like where these deaths happened in these people yeah there was no reports yeah related to this Momo challenge 
and it was literally only since after it mm. so it almost became like like you said like as a self-fulfilling prophecy basically yeah, yeah. and it's yeah. that thing as well where it's that it's thinking into people's fear and intrigue yeah. and then the fact that this is getting shared so once again it's the spread of fake yeah. news isn't it and that thing where the momo that thing mm. that they do it that was actually an image from this company which is japanese special effects company called the link factory mm. and uh, basically they made this mask. Um, mask or this statue or whatever yeah. it is as part of a exhibition mm. for related to special effects and horror mm. and i'm telling you that image is scary because it's like you know from because it's origins, what, yeah, yeah. what it's meant to be yeah so it is supposed to like provoke some kind of reaction from yeah. you but i think like it's literally the anatomy of fake news and hoaxes man yeah and it's that's getting shared magic, and it's getting it? shared yeah. and that's the thing well and obviously people mm-hmm. are always looking for the next you know thrill or big story or something that's oh my god this thing yeah we need to watch out for this thing yeah and most of it like imagine the um the mental and the you know what i mean like the unhealthy thoughts and yeah. all this must be having on people and people yeah. like shitting themselves over this way yeah other things real threats so you know I say real threats but you know what I mean like it's yeah unnecessary. so people think that there's this like kind of like a dark web thing going on in yeah. the background where like all this stuff's happening and they're yeah. not going to know about it but the thing is yeah like you can set your youtube settings and all this mm. kind of stuff to just have like kids shows and all but the rest of it but youtube settings are weird like that you know yeah. like um obviously like tv shows uh, you know tv's regulated heavily um in terms of what what children shows are but youtube is not about any sometimes things end up on a kids even though kids got youtube got its own kids app things can end up on a kids stream that you look looking at and think what the hell is that like, that's weird mm. you know what i mean like you never know on it so it's always yeah. um but this i mean like sometimes it's safer just to have the kids watching a tv channel yeah or like netflix or something something yeah. that's been thingy that like, you know yeah. it's been so what yeah, was netflix is, uh, would be better but anyway so that was quite interesting isn't yeah. it That was definitely interesting man because mm-hmm. I heard about it but I didn't know what it was. Yeah. What's the next thing man? Okay, so the next thing, I don't know whether you know about this, but it was you you remember Steve Irwin? Of course man. From back in the day, that yeah, legend. Yeah. So the Australian Australian um wildlife advocate and TV presenter. Yeah, yeah. So basically it was his birthday, I think it was last week sometime, I can't remember what day yeah. it was. And uh, Google did like a Google doodle image about him celebrating yeah. his 57th birthday or something. That's when you know you made it though, and it was. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, it was like it was like watching like, shows. Yeah. I mean like for me like you know we had the british people what was yeah. that guy's name he used Where to Where the Terry Terry something Terry is a wildlife something on yeah. BBC and it so he's be the Was it nuts something Terry nuts Terry no. I was going to say Terry Hogan you have to google it man Terry Hogan Terry nuts yeah um but anyway so there was like some british people as well yeah yeah but this guy was like he was australian and the wildlife animals that he was seeing they were, were crazy like, man crazy he... like things that we've never seen like yeah, 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 before yeah. or you know we've never seen up close and yeah this guy was like he, he was quite influential have, in like yeah. our um uh, Gro- um growing up as kids when we grow up because as kids obviously as well, yeah. like then when he came out the animal channel was big sky was having a massive yeah. thing so that's when everyone used to watch his shows and when you used to watch him and it was crazy because he used to like you know be there running alongside getting chased by um komodo dragons exactly yeah um he used to be there doing some crazy things with um massive alligators and crocodiles yeah And, and he used to get bit by snakes and yeah, shit. He, and get, he never used to like react, and he yeah, like yeah, used yeah. to get like bit by animals. And, and he used to be captivating because he was just nuts. Yeah, whole, just think the, that the whole thing, the whole thing, the guy was nuts. And then I yeah. remember um, when people basically uh, lost it, lost completely lost it at him because he, he was holding his kid, 
and he was there like uh, dangling it over well, well yeah he was yeah dangling it near and over possibly now he had his kid in one hand and he was playing with um, alligator. an alligator and yeah. everyone's like lost their shit in it. Yeah. And said, I mean that is dangerous isn't it yeah, yeah. but, but knows, we don't know yeah he knows what he's doing I suppose yeah. but I think the sad thing was obviously when news broke that he passed away yeah so he and, died basically yeah, it? Yeah. so what happened was they were filming underwater yeah and a stingray yeah lashed its tail into his into heart and it? it and killed him what a way it? to go man that's messed but up but apparently they filmed that happening as well yeah. did you know that I heard but they I destroyed heard. the footage in it yeah, yeah so it doesn't get ever gets released that's sad man which I think is fair point but anyway the reason it was trending was because have you heard of Peter uh, yeah yeah what, are the, what is the acronym Peter stand for I don't know you know but is it something like protection of um, ethic no the ethical treatment of animals people for. people for ethical treatment of animals or okay maybe yeah. So they're basically some kind of well, they are, organization yeah. that protects wildlife for so they say. Yeah. And they basically start dissing um, Steve, Steve Irwin, Irwin. What? on his birthday. And they basically wrote this shit. So Steve Irwin was killed while harassing a ray. He dangled his baby while feeding a crocodile, wrestled yeah. wild animals who were minding their own business. And today Google Doodle sends a dangerous and fawning message. Wild animals are entitled to be left alone in the natural habitat. Yeah. What do you think? So it's, it's Peter stands for people for the ethical treatments of animals. I okay. think that um, it, what he done in his work, he basically inspired a lot of people to appreciate, I feel, to appreciate wildlife. Yeah. To make people think, wow, there's creatures out here and they need protecting, they need looking after um, because, they, you know, there are people out there. And sometimes even though zoos are not the best yeah um environment for animals mm. sometimes it's the only environment where people are going to experience a zoo because not everyone can afford yeah. to go to not i don't know mm. not everyone can afford to see these crazy places you know yeah. when you watch it on tv the david attenborough or steve mm. Irwin show so i don't think i think it's i think it's quite disrespectful what, what they've done there i think obviously they're trying to raise an uh thingy but i also feel like they're kind of mocking him as well yeah so they're basically saying that it's harassment dragging exotic animals around Mm. including taking babies from the mothers and uh, going on conferences and for sh- and forcing them to perform on shows yeah and uh, animals deserve to live as long as they want mm. and uh, are not for humans to use or whatever bullshit like this yeah I mean so basically yeah, the, the way I see it is yeah that the guy was trying to show the people that how to appreciate the animals yeah and like you know like how fascinating they are how wonderful yeah. they are and all this kind of stuff and I think he inspired a generation yeah like his, his own kids are like yeah. looking after the animals and like yeah know, to they... like literally appreciate the animals and yeah, it yeah. and I think that this was basically a a sly attack on not even sly it was a direct attack on that geezer on his birthday yeah yeah like affecting his memory just to get reactions yeah and, it, and I think it's that thing where like they want to I mean obviously they're doing what they're doing and they they are trying to get the word across that animals shouldn't be like that and you know we, un- we understand their take on it you know what I mean like fair mm. enough but well they've done it I mean they got us talking about it mm. you know what I mean so they've done that thing they they got themselves yeah. out there so fair enough it? but this quote man that somebody's put on the to cuss um, uh, Peter yeah yeah they got crocodiles are easy they try to kill you and eat you but people are harder sometimes they pretend to be your friends Mm. that's mad isn't it that's mental isn't it because that's what these guys Peter are probably doing like they're being their friends yet they're attacking this geezer mm. Mm. because he's not doing um, uh, 
the wildlife conservation mm. in the way that they see that it should be done. Yeah. Even though like whose methods better? Yeah. Like if there was one method that was better, everybody would be doing it and it wouldn't be a problem in it. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway, it's... Steve Irwin died in 2006, man. Holy cow, man. That does not seem like it was that long ago, in it? That does not, man. Yeah. Wow. Wow. What else was trending on social media? So the other thing I got is um, comic relief. Okay. So give us the what's, the, what's the story on this, man? So basically, Comic Relief is a charity national. Well, how does Comic Relief link into Red Nose Days? the same thing? I think it's the same thing. So I think that I felt that the Red Nose thing was basically something that you wear to... But it gets brings the people together in it. Yeah. You also the money that's raised from the red noses mm. goes into obviously raising money for comic relief and the, the the work that it does. So what do you think of like these kind of charities? I don't know. Because you know what I think, innit? Well, I think that okay, it's once again it comes down to that thing where okay, you know they are helping people do stuff. Yeah. Helping people raise awareness and look, there's you know there's poor world problems in the world and it needs to be sorted out. But at the same time, I think to myself like, I don't know, man, like. How much money has been raised by all these big charities? How much money do they raise, and actually, how much of it actually goes to those people? Those yeah. people, yeah, those people that need it. Like, so for me, I I personally don't donate to these charities. Yeah, like you know, like if anyone asks me for any donations, or anything, I just don't. So like with that and children in need. Yeah, and it sounds like it's very unfair, and like you know, like yeah, like we we should be donating to it. But the problem is that when we were kids and we were younger. We always used to donate to these charities and it was only when I started to work and like, you know, like even up to the point where I was at university, I used to don- yeah. donate to these charities. But then after a while, you start looking at how much money they've raised yeah. and how much money has actually gone to the people. Yeah. And you start realising that it's not actually a good way to donate to these type of charities. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Fair enough. So, so like, same. it's not... Yeah. Like, I don't, I don't find that fulfilling anymore yeah. to like give to those kind of charities. So that's the reason that I don't. But... Like you said, if the people are doing stuff and it's doing some good, yeah, and they feel that that's the best way that they can support, yeah, because some, other people, some people they probably feel that you know what they can only give a quid or something or two quid or something, yeah. But then I always find what I find with charities is that sometimes like they're going for the everyman, and the person probably ain't got enough money for themselves, mm. let alone um, giving yeah. to charities, and then it's always. You know, like like the most charitable people seem to be the ones who need to benefit from the charity money themselves. Exactly, yeah. Saying, or yeah. Like, yeah, and even they found that with like lottery as well. Like yeah. for example, the lottery is a charity, and they're saying that the most people end up buying the tickets are the people from the most deprived areas. Hmm. And it's like because those people obviously people want and need the money. Yeah. So it's it's always weird. Like how do you? And there's and the whole thing kicks up as well. That okay, the celebrity endorsements, which we can yeah. get onto as well. So for example, you know, um, before. His whole tax thing became revealed. Gary Barlow was there, you know, raising money for children in need, saying, donate your money to children in need. Yeah. And then people were saying that, look, mate, if you were paying your taxes, perhaps there wouldn't be this um, deficit in the funding for... Services in... Services in, yeah, for like... Um, UK and stuff, yeah, yeah, UK services and all that. Mm-hmm. And that's what I think it comes down to. It's... How, why do we have this deficit? Where are people doing tax avoidance or evasion or whatever's the yeah. whatever's the right one um, or the wrong one that they shouldn't be doing and that's where I think it needs to marry up because there's a lot of companies out there that just end up just going through the loopholes of paying tax Yeah. but yet then the everyday person has to be like oh give that the generous generosity of your own heart Yeah. but yet they can't yet they, they probably can't afford to 
So the reason it was trending was yeah. because there was a Labour MP called David Lammy. Yeah. Who basically said to Comic Relief in general. Yeah. And to one of these stars who was on uh, Strictly Come Dancing or whatever. Yeah. Her name's Stacey Dooley. So he basically said that um, he's tired of these unhelpful stereotypes. Yeah. Where the people are travelling to these poor areas. In Africa. Posing with, um, uh, with the children there. Yeah. And uh, portraying this white saviour complex. Yeah, yeah. It's quite um, a controversial topic, that, isn't it? But no, I think, yeah. it's, I, think it's, I think it's right. I think the fact is that, you know, it comes down to that Aksam advert when they say, you give a man a fish, he'll only feed him for a day. Yeah. If you give him the net, he can do whatever he wants to do. But even that, it comes from a position of, oh, we, we are helping you. So I suppose that's not the right thing to say. No, basically it is right. So basically yeah. what you're saying is that these people feel that they're going to these areas yeah. and civilising them. Yeah, which is yeah. the whole issue with what colonialism was, exactly, or why people yeah. thought they were doing colonialism. Yeah. You didn't read this Wikipedia page, did you? No, no, no. Um, that's exactly what it says on yeah. there. Yeah, and that's the whole problem. And this yeah. is where David Lamb is coming from, and I understand where he's yeah. coming from. That, look, stop thinking that the people in Africa can't help themselves. They can and are helping themselves. Yeah. Because for the 364 days of the year, when yeah. you're not raising money for comic relief yeah. or whatever... These people are getting on with their lives and they're living their lives. Because you know what, yeah, what like, we, we obviously everyone's on Twitter and stuff, but yeah. I always come across these Twitter um, uh, tweets and stuff yeah. where there's, like, somebody from Africa yeah. who has invented something. Yeah. And, like, you know, like, they've the thing is that they've invented it and it's good and it's a useful product and all that. But the only time that they get a recognition from it is through, like, social media where they've done something. Exactly, yeah. And, like, no, nobody else is, like, picking it up or, like, promoting yeah, it. Yeah. And even, like, in the people in their own country are probably not picking it up and promoting yeah. it and saying how good it is. And like the charity works never like like even if they did charity work it's not always recognised yeah whereas like these external western um, countries come in yeah. and uh, show the difference and like what they've done to help them yeah. and say look this is what we've done for for you yeah, so yeah. it's something that they've done for them to show that it's a self what's the word um, uh, self-serving yeah so yeah so basically self-serving so that's that's what white saviour complex is. Yeah. It's where like a white person who acts to help a non-white person mm. um, in the context to be self-serving. It's, it's... I, I think know, the interesting thing that he said. I know, I think it is. And I yeah. think that the celebrity, Stacey was the response to it was something around the lines, like, around the t- uh, lines of like, oh, well, I'm just here trying to do this cause. I'm just trying to bring... And he's like, listen to what he's saying. He's not saying that he shouldn't be doing that. He's saying that stop depowering because history you know history shows us that yeah the whole colonialism came in depowered mm. everyone um from africa from india and yeah. then now it's still like oh we're gonna do the same mm. thing again we're gonna do this charity work because you guys mm. are poor. not the fact that historically all the riches were stolen mm. out of your country all the manpower was taken out of your country yeah fed into um the uk and now that's why you're mm. poor and now we're gonna give it as part of global aid that's um reparations man that's what that is yeah is money that should be going back to these countries mm. um so it's i think no fair play and david lamb for bringing you up because i think no one has spoken about it and then everyone is saying that but lenny henry lenny henry was there as well but the problem is um you know lenny henry is of and i say the problem is the idea is that it's meant to be an african people from the continent africa Helping, helping themselves helping themselves and saying yeah. look we're intelligent enough we know what we're doing yeah but even like then people saying oh but Lenny Henry's black Lenny Henry was helping and they he don't understand that yeah. he, first of all you know Jamaican descent and a born 
because I don't know 100% if he's born in the UK but he's a UK person as well yeah. so even that is seen as not a UK celebrity we don't yeah, have sure in it you know what I mean yeah. he's, and even that's seen as um, obviously we're not disrespecting the work that these celebrities are doing but it's, it's I think it has to be a shift that it's no longer the look at this poor African kid yeah it's you know what can they do to empower those people hmm. we're talking about inventions and all that I've seen like people create these like um, this one dude created this um um, it basically it created like these lion the lights to deter lions oh yeah I saw that one yeah. that was pretty cool and yeah. that stuff's like trending on social media and it's wicked hmm. and the fact the kid uh, I can't remember his name but I think we need to look this up and get his name up um, yeah, that don't worry was about so it. Hmm. so in like so innovative you know what I mean yeah and he's using these lion lights and he's made them himself he's using scrap material hmm. you know what I mean and that's the sort of thing that needs to be recognised that these people are not waiting for your comic relief handouts the actual people who are willing to and intelligent exactly to do it, yeah. Yeah. And, yeah and I think that's the thing where you know and, and, and an intelligent that hasn't been taught in a yeah. way that's true because yeah. you know like they, they are poor they, they can't um, always get the education that um, they need or we, they what we have here yeah, yeah what we have here yeah, yeah. and there, there is an element of them like learning things yeah from um, their own experiences yeah, yeah. and things that are beneficial to them but yeah. the thing is that they're not nobody recognises those people for that yeah. So basically, if you look at the portrayal of Africa in the media, yeah, it's always seen as a poor country yeah, yeah, that, that needs, needs saving. That needs yeah. saving from what? And you know, like I said earlier, that I've stopped giving money to yeah. charity. It's because that's the images that I'm always shown. Yeah. Like from my own experience, that's the image that I'm always shown, and I always think to myself that if we've been giving money to our charity, where has this money gone? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? No, it's true. Like it's over true. that lifetime. And I think this is because that's the thing that sells, isn't it? Yeah. So I think there is an element of like we get influenced by the media ourselves. Of course. Like yeah. we always shown that Africa's not a developed country. That's yet. always and that's that's everything that we've always shown in our history books and in geography. Yeah. We've had the developed world and the the undeveloped, underdeveloped world yeah. or they used to call it the third world. And then hmm. they never turned around and said long ago these places were mega rich. Yeah. And they never ever discussed that. Yeah, like and they had the resources and all that. Yeah, yeah, they had the resources. They had way more manpower. They had loads of. Um, the the earth was full of so many uh, minerals and uh, things. Yeah, all. they never talk about that. They never talk about that. Anyway, should we yeah. move on to the next thing that you got that was trending? Okay, so uh, on, a, on a lighter note. Yeah, <laughs> so I've got something on a lighter note. Well, I got so something on a lighter note. Okay, so my thing on a lighter note. So this um, so. Okay, so this comedian called James Felton posted a picture about his favourite beverage and his favourite beverage is a mix mm. between milk and coke. Yeah. And then straight away, everyone on Twitter was like, wait a minute, we've done this before. Yeah. <laughs> You're late to the party, man. We were doing this when we were kids, man. We used to call it yeah. Tindy Charnet. Yeah. Everyone used to want a bit of that. Yeah. And everyone used to want that because you mix them two up and it's, it yeah. tastes okay and you have to drink it quick, it, from what I remember. Mm. But another thing as well is like, a lot of people have been doing this before as well because you could you could get in some of these American diners and it's, it's a throwback to that as well you can get a coke and you can put in a vanilla ice cream with it yeah so essentially it becomes milk and milk coke, and coke yeah. And, yeah so you know what I mean so this was trending on social media and uh, social media some people were like uh, disgusted by it yeah and then I think most people more disgusted that because how dare you try to rediscover America again? Yeah. <laughs> That's already been done. You know yeah. what I mean? Stop I, it. I, I saw some of the comments under this tweet. And somebody yeah. wrote that, have you tried limeade with milk? Okay. Now okay. that sounds disgusting. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know, coke and milk is an, is an interesting thing. But as yeah. I said, you have to, you have to drink it. Otherwise it gets, 
he gets nasty. Yeah. Gets but the thing is, yeah, nasty. like some people might think, like, listen to this podcast, like, that's a horrible combination, yeah. yeah. But there's a drink called cream soda, isn't it? Yeah, cream soda. That's I, I know what you mean. Okay. So that's still got like a dairy, yeah, flavor to it, hasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's always interesting. Cream soda, isn't it? Mm. So that's my laptop. Cream soda. Okay. Yeah. So what's your um? What's your thing? So the thing that I've got trending was that there was a family pet, a pug, which is a yeah. dog, um, uh, where the what are they called? Pets. The debt collectors. Okay. Yeah, seized the dog, so they can claim the money and use it as. Um, so they could uh, sell sell the dog to reclaim the money and I'm not explaining this properly man you're not okay that's yeah. fine no, I think I got the gist of it so a family was in debt yeah the debt collector came in picked up the pug yeah and then has he sold the pug yeah. to pay for the debt sold it on eBay to pay for the debt whoa is that Apparently. even allowed well it's in Germany it, well there I would have thought it would have been a bit more like but it's mad isn't it that is mental yeah that's the thing man when you I mean quick quick tip here obviously first of all try your best not to get into debt but if you ever do and a debt collector comes say look I don't want anything <laughs> this isn't mine that isn't mine you know what I mean I don't want anything is it? that what you've done in the past <laughs> yeah I'll be like it's not mine I don't want anything man I don't want anything I literally only own the clothes on my back <laughs> <laughs> and then the debt collector rips the clothes off your back innit yeah but like, that's an easy guy to close, mate. no but like your pet is like a family member yeah I suppose it's it? like I own a debt and someone taking you <laughs> <laughs> I don't know man but yeah, I think you're right though it's it's messed up isn't it it's messed up that they took the dog and then yeah. did they get the money for the dog did they get enough money to cover the debt because that's only worth it isn't it yeah and the worst thing was actually for to claim the fees of a dog tax okay that's even worse man what happens to the dog afterwards obviously it goes to another family it goes to a new family and it got a better family isn't it? unless oh. someone's going to buy it and give it back to the to kill it no that's horrible what I was going to say was why not actually that's holding it for ransom money why not just say it to the family look no but the whole point was that they owed some money in it yeah so they could have yeah. but this is it man they're saying that owning a pet is it's getting pricey man unless you got like insurance on it as well to cover vet bills yeah Um, and they're saying the cheap alternative to owning a pet is just pets it for people you know people go on holiday and all that they need, yeah. pets. They need a pet or something to sit hmm. but yeah man that's messed up Anyway, so let's move on to what we did. And the reason the first couple of sections were long was because we haven't literally we haven't done, done anything, nothing in it. No, we yeah. haven't done anything. So what did we do? So, we so just... last week we said that we were going to go to um, original Patty, Patty Men. Men. Yeah. yeah. I was going to say Patty Man. Patty Man. Yeah. Original Patty Men. Yeah. So we, um, so obviously we did end up going. We ended up going Nando's instead, yeah. which is all right. Standard Nando's. Although this time we felt like we got the baby chickens in it. Yeah. I didn't feel like my food was enough. Yeah. 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 So we got some baby, baby chickens. We got some normal chickens, but they were tiny. Yeah. And then afterwards, we went to um, went to a dessert place, which was uh, we went to one dessert place and the the thingies were oh, broken. Oh yeah. So the first one we went to, they they didn't have the waffle machines working. Yeah. And they only had one waffle machine as well. Yeah, that was weird, isn't it? Yeah. And so the anyway, one was so broken. So we went to the one opposite. Yeah. And they the only one... had one menu. <laughs> yeah, they only had one menu because they literally just opened up, hadn't they? Yeah. But they had four waffle machines. Yeah. But it looked like they didn't know how to make the waffles. Yeah, it was because like there was like loads of them lined up where there were yeah. just like broken waffles in the. Was it? Yeah. Okay. I didn't know when I was leaving, they had like loads of broken waffles in the machine. Unless they're like perfectionists and they said, you know what, it ain't gonna go out until yeah. it's a hundred percent, which is yeah. fair enough. So that one was called Casper's. Casper, yeah. No. Yeah. So, so that's it. That was in. We said we noticed. Yeah, we noticed a big trend with these. Um, I want to say like they're kind of like American style. American style. Like, I was gonna say hip hop esque. Yeah. Um. Uh, Dessert, dessert places, places yeah. yeah. So it's interesting. Now I think these ones are like more American diner style. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 
Because they definitely got that look to it. Yeah. But I can't remember the music they were playing or anything like that. No, they were playing some hip-hop music. I remember that. Yeah. The only Probably. thing that I hate about these places, they always tend to be cold. Yeah. The, like, the they don't needs. seem to be warm in it. Yeah. Yeah. I think a warm dessert. Yeah, I know what you mean. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. And the waitress. I think they literally just opened up because the waitress was confused with whether our table was number six or number nine. <laughs> yeah. Because the numbers, when you read it one way, obviously yeah, it's nine yeah, and yeah, six, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. So she brought the wrong desserts dessert over right. to us. The worst thing was, I was just like, I knew we didn't order any more desserts, but I was like, yeah, we'll take it. No, um, that was interesting, man. Hmm. That was interesting. But now it was cool. So we didn't end up going there. What else did we do? We didn't do that. So why did you think of Casper's? Would you go again? Or would oh, yeah, you recommend I'd, I'd, I'd go again. I'd recommend it. Yeah, um, I would go again. I'd recommend yeah, it as well. It's fine. And um, it was cool. It was mm, cool. It was standard. Cool. Nando's, obviously. Yeah. Nando's is always, man. So anyway, that's literally the only thing that we did yeah. to go out, isn't it? That's it, yeah, we never done anything else. Yeah, and this weekend we were invited to that BBC Asian Network. Live, but we I did, we didn't book the tickets in a time. Didn't we? Yeah, we didn't book the tickets and Sonny's friend offered you one ticket. Which is alright. Like, why are you going to go by yourself? Why know. did she have one ticket to begin with? <laughs> I don't understand that either. Obviously, so she didn't invite off. you to come with her. Someone dropped off, obviously, didn't it? No, but did she not? So she had the one ticket to invite you to come along? No, I think she just, someone must obviously dropped her and then she probably thought... Do you want to come or something? Nah, I'll be alright. So she had a spare ticket? I think, yeah. Alright, oh, so she wasn't just giving you one ticket to go by yourself? No, no, no. Alright. So I'm not really someone, someone, someone from a So crew. why didn't you just go with her? I, I wasn't really down for it. I don't okay. know, man. I'm like, yeah, I wasn't really down. I wasn't really feeling it, man. That's why I didn't go. But Fair yeah. enough. So what, what What did we watch? We've been watching, um, watching a lot of Netflix. So um, we were watching that fish tank program. Shark tank. Oh fucking hell. Shark tank program. So yeah. yeah, Shark Tank is basically it's um uh it's um Dragon's Den, isn't it? Yeah, it's Dragon's Den. And I think it must have I think Dragon's Den obviously you might, I think Shark Tank originated first, I think. Okay. I can't I can't remember it, um from what I read. But yeah, it's it's a cool problem. So it's like Dragon's Den, you got your um entrepreneurs who are willing to invest in a person's um company. Uh, for a for a fee or not for a fee for a percentage of the investment company, yeah for investment and it was cool man I kind of like these programs I like Shark Tank Dragon's Den because it does get you thinking about you know what it gets thinking about the scale of a business so you got yeah. a business and you're thinking okay is it scalable should you want to go big hmm. or if you're making a decent um, profit in your in your area or in your um, in your current size just keep it at that yeah, and like don't bother scaling up. Don't bother scaling up. But sometimes even the the sharks themselves turn around and say, you know what, do not scale up. Yeah. You know, keep it as what it is. You don't need our investment. You don't need our time. And the thing I love as well is that they just throw in loads of great business advice yeah. for the people. And they're mm. obviously getting that for free. Okay, so you know what? Yeah, like compared to Dragon's Den, yeah. I think this was better. This is much better, yeah. For the reason that you said. Yeah. That they, the advice that they offer those people. Yeah. It's like being in a fast track yeah thing where people are giving you like the advice straight up yeah do you know what I mean so I thought that was better and it's but like from Dragon's Den yeah surprisingly the yeah. American version is less dramatised compared to the Dragon's Den yeah, version yeah because Dragon's Den is very dark dingy yeah you know this one they, they, they're having bands and all that we definitely recommend it I mean the, the people that aren't it they're pretty cool man so we don't I don't know any of these people's businesses but obviously you look on you look them on internet yeah. you look them on Wikipedia and other reputable sources and you see that they're obviously making decent money they yeah. know what they're doing as so well so there's that guy Mark Cuban uh, yeah Mark Cuban's yeah he's good he's as well he's pretty cool isn't it yeah you got um, I think uh, my favourite's Laurie yeah Laurie. I don't know what her so she's known as a, um, Gr- 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 Gringer okay. Green or something mm. like that. I can't pronounce it man 
Um, you got Kevin O'Leary, which isn't classed as uh, self-entitled Mr. Wonderful. Yeah. Uh, Robert uh, he- Hejavec. Hmm. Um, he's good as well. He yeah. looks a bit like Robbie Williams, isn't it? He doesn't. So yeah. Robert Hejavec, because his um his stick is that he's a uh, son of an immigrant who came over here, built a scooty company. Yeah. Um, which is massive. And that guy Damon. Um, I don't yeah, know his last yeah. name either. So Damon John um, started Fubu. Yeah. For so that's Dubai, a company, you, it, yeah. company that was massive as well. And it's just interesting and the important. And occasionally thing is, they have different people and they kind yeah. of have that Martin Aston no, Aston Aston Kutcher, Kutcher, yeah. yeah, yeah. So uh, him on there, they have the other guy who's um this guy called uh, Chris Sachs. I think his name's Chris Sachs. So he first person in or initially invested in um Uber, Uber. Twitter and Instagram. Yeah. And then those companies just boomed in. Boomed in. Yeah. He didn't invest in Airbnb. Yeah. And he was like because he for him Airbnb was like, Oh my god, someone's gonna get murdered in yeah, in someone's house, so he didn't invest in that. So it's always interesting now yeah. um, how these people think as well, because you mm. kind of get to. I know it. They even say it now they've got this thing saying, that, "Look, this is not business advice. This is what the shocks. That's their own opinion." On it. Yeah, but you can see sometimes where they're coming from. Yeah, you know, you, get people, you can. But you know, the other interesting thing as well is yeah, that because the programs from like a couple of years ago, yeah, like some of the business thinking a few years ago. And the things that have boomed yeah, and profited now. it's on a now, proper trend, isn't it? It's on, it's, it's on, it's a bit different as well, isn't it? Like some of the yeah. things that they're saying that's not going to happen. Yeah. Like we've seen that, okay, you know what? That actually, that product actually worked. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like it's a bit weird, isn't it? So yeah. you see like, for example, the drones. Like, yeah. They're saying that in America, or, you know, in the world, the drone market has just gone crazy. Like, people yeah. People are loving the drones. And even now, like they're still. Yeah. I don't, I don't I personally I don't understand people's obsession with drones but it's a gadget it's a new toy isn't it yeah that's what it's it like is. having a, um, a remote control car isn't it yeah that's what it is yeah yeah and there's like a, literally a fan base for remote control cars and yeah. remote control boats and all this kind of stuff yeah and if you got something that you can fly around yeah because I think remote control planes is always a thing isn't it yeah yeah, yeah. so I just so I, can, I can kind of get it like it's a good hobby isn't it yeah yeah mm. but no I think this is, this is wicked man like I really enjoy this I definitely recommend watching it yeah, um, I think it's awesome, man. But um, uh, would you recommend it? Would you watch it again? Well, obviously, I'm, I'm watching all the seasons. Yeah, the thing I love as well is they they give um, an update, and they don't just give an update on the people who said yes and got a deal. Yeah, they also give an update on the people that didn't get a deal. That's what I think is better than Dragons Den, isn't it? Yeah, and then even with like the one of the women, um, she I can't remember what food she does or what was it. I can't remember any. That's not helpful at all. In it, but she basically just turned around and said she went into the Shark Tank. She never got a deal, but she listened to every bit of advice yeah. that the sharks gave her. And yeah. she said she, her business just increased yeah. like ten like loads. Hmm. And then even some of the people who did go into Shark Tank never got a deal. Said after the show their businesses just increased as well. Another thing I love as well is um with Shark Tank as well, is the diversity of the people coming into it as well. Yeah. You got um you know, you got people from uh Business Harvard educated people. Yeah. You got people who are like, look, this is just me doing this by myself. Single mothers, single single mothers, um, young young people, like yeah, you know, like you really got, young people. Yeah. You got um like you know, um you know young black men coming into the space and saying, look, this is what we've done ourselves. Yeah. You know, this guy had a valet app. And yeah. Obviously, like you know, things are a bit different in America, um, in terms of valet and parking and stuff. But it's it's a thing there, man. Yeah. You know, what like I mean? we were so, like, we we're looking at some of the people thinking that person is so clever. Yeah. 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 Like, and like you know, the people who are like the entrepreneurs, and the it? guy even had that thing called Signal Vault as well, yeah, which is interesting. So Signal Vault is a is a it's a credit card shaped piece of plastic, yeah, that basically helps you for, helps you block any unauthorized access to your contactless card 
So no one can basically hmm. um, uh, jack £30 off your card. Because hmm. this is nothing. As soon as the contactless technology was um, thinking in, in cards, in a card machine, in your cards, and you think to yourself, hmm. okay, I could basically get a get a thingy, you know, a uh, card RFI reader. reader RFI, yeah. Called, yeah. Not only just pick up people's details, but I could basically get ch- start charging people 30 quid out there. Hmm. And you think to yourself, well, how are you going to protect against that? And you use that signal vault thing, isn't it? Hmm. So, so that was our. It's not endorsed by any other Shark Tank products, by the way, man. Yeah, but the stuff was good. And but that, yeah, I liked it, man. But like we were saying earlier as well, that um, uh, yeah, that, you know the, you know the um, uh, the people coming on, yeah, yeah, like they're not all articulate in the way that they speak, yeah. and they're not like speaking eloquently and all, all this kind of stuff. Minded, yeah, they're literally just speaking as themselves. Yeah, with a product that they know the market. Yeah, and I think that bit. It's good, man, because I don't think that you should go to like any jobs or markets or to anyone that you're working for and try to be like them. Yeah. Like just be yourself. Yeah. And say the things as you would say. Because that's more authentic, isn't it? Yeah. It's more authentic. You're not trying to be someone, you know, the people can realize that they're dealing with an authentic person who's got an idea. Yeah. And, and the other thing that you won't trip her over your words as well, yeah. because you're using words that you're familiar with. As soon as you start using words that you think that those people will understand. Yeah. That's when you start to trip up in it, yeah. and I think that's what I've le- um that's what I liked about the people yeah, who were yeah. presenting their stuff. And I think that's what the uh, the investors saw as well. They look yeah. at the people and think this person's great. I want to invest in them and their personality. They like personality. Well, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So what um so that was that was definitely good. So we're gonna end it with our final thing that we watched on Netflix. So this is interesting. So what 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 is this called, man? So it's called um uh, behind the curve. Behind the curve, and what is and it about? it's about. Um, uh, people who believe so it's mainly in America so there's a, there's a large growing of people um, uh, who believe that the earth is flat yeah and they literally believe it with loads of like conviction uh. conviction man and they got like they're trying to like prove that it's like not flat but I mean in terms of this documentary yeah I would 100% recommend watching this documentary and just simply because it was so interesting it and it's not because we believe the earth is flat yeah and and it's not and like watching it as well and you know like having the I think I'm going over the points too fast is there anything yeah. else you want to say no no it's cool man just, just... so basically like watching the documentary like you hear the story from both sides yeah so you hear the story from the people who believe the earth is flat yeah and the scientists who are also looking into not looking into the earth is round because obviously they know that but they're just commenting on these people who believe that the earth is flat yeah. And I think the thing that I liked about it was that the scientists were saying that we shouldn't say to these people that you are stupid for thinking this. Yeah. Because we should try to understand where they're coming from. Yeah. Because they're saying that the people who believe the earth is flat also have that scientific intrigue themselves. Yeah. Because they want to prove something that they can't visualize. Yeah. Which is what science is, isn't it? Absolutely. Science. Like, you know, you've got something that you believe is true. Yeah. So how do you prove that it's true? Yeah. And you shouldn't just believe it just because you see it. Like there should be scientific experimentation to believe it, that what you see or hold to believe is true mm. is actually you can prove it, and that's what it's about. It's yeah. a quest for truth. Yeah. And in the end, what we figured out, like spoiler alerts on this as well, what we what figured the earth out is not flat. <laughs> yeah, yeah, what we figured out in the end was that n- no matter what, whether it was a scientist or whether people who believed in the flat earth, and um, both of them both parties wanted the truth for search for truth and what the real answer is yeah both parties wanted to do scientific experiments both parties wanted to belong to a community where they be- where they believed that their beliefs were held 
and they and that they and belong, they belong to that, somewhere. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that was the interesting thing, seeing yeah. it like that, seeing the contrast between the two. Yeah. But then obviously, you know, you have to draw a line where it was amazing that the flat earth people were saying that look we're going to do experimentations we're going to you know we're going to this is what this is our theory yeah and this is when we're going to test that theory and then one that of was, the one of the tests they yeah. done was um they did two tests in the show yeah. in it so what was, the, yeah. what was the first one they done so the first one they used a laser guided gyroscope yeah that basically says that so you put the gyroscope on yeah. a flat surface or on the earth or whatever and if the earth is rotating the yeah. gyroscope can detect it yeah. And if the gyroscope moves by, I know it was 15 degrees, yeah. Yeah. Uh, over an hour, it means that the earth is moving basically, yeah. Yeah. And they did this experiment only to find, so the flat earthers did the experiment to find that the earth is actually spinning. Yeah. But then they were saying that why is it, is, is there something else causing it to appear to give yeah. the results that the earth is spinning? Yeah. But this is where the problem was coming in with the scientific, what the actual scientists were saying. Yeah. So they were saying that you have a theory or a hypothesis. Mm. You test that hypothesis. And if the results show that you are right or wrong, you accept that as the result. Yeah. But what these people are doing, because they don't have that scientific understanding to the same degree, yeah. um, they are not accepting the result because it goes against what they believe so they're introducing a bias into the yeah. results and you know humans people we do that yeah we do that in throughout our entire life we do that when we uh, you know when we're rationalizing situations with yeah. other people we do that when we making life decisions so it's it's normal to do that yeah but the danger comes when you know and at first of all, everyone's free to believe what they want to believe yeah. as well uh, neil degrasse tyson was commenting on this as well because um he was saying that people are free to believe whatever they want to believe. The problem we have is that when people in influential positions get to a space where they're believing something that can lead harm to others and future yeah. generations. Mm. And a massive thing we're obviously seeing as well is climate change. Yeah. Some, you know, Donald Trump doesn't believe climate change is yeah. real. Mm. Um, you know, pulls out the Paris, pulls out the Paris um, climate change accords or principles, yeah. or whatever. Um, and that's dangerous and it says we're not supporting them because I don't believe in climate change yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, so you know like going back to the flat earth program yeah Yeah. so they don't believe that the earth is spinning yeah so they're saying that that's wrong like why can't we feel that the earth is moving yeah and you were saying that so basically when you know for example when you're moving in a car you feel the initial acceleration of the car yeah and then afterwards the body stabilises and you yeah. also got to remember as well is that we were formed on a spinning planet yeah our body is Got climatized. adapted climatized yeah. to this spinning rotation yeah and the thing as well is the earth is so massive that we are not gonna feel it yeah we are not we're literally specks mm. on a massive planet we're not gonna yeah. feel it a lot of people flat earth are saying as well that why can't we see the curve yeah of the earth well once again we're so tiny yeah that we no matter where we stand we're just gonna see a straight line yeah what we perceive to be a straight line mm. the only way um you know you can figure out there is a curve is obviously when you go further out yeah and it's just, it was just nuts the way the I, kind of, I kind of see what like flat earth people are saying like yeah. you know like they're saying that like the tools that we've got so you're basically using a tool to measure something that we believe to be true in it yeah so so they're using this gyroscope and they're saying if the gyroscope moves then or if it moves by this many degrees then that's mm. correct but how do we know the tools correct mm. do you know Fair what enough, I mean so yeah. I understand that aspect of it like you know like has the tool been validated mm. yeah I get that yeah it's, it's like that episode of um, uh, Rick and Morty. Mm. Do you remember when he was going to put a shelf up? 
Yeah. And he was going to use that um, the Bobolander. Spirit uh, level. Uh, he's going to use a spirit Regular level. Regular spirit yeah. level, yeah. And uh, Rick goes to Morty that, why are you using a spirit level? Do you actually think that that's a straight line? Yeah. And the thing is that we do believe that it's a straight line because yeah. that's the tool that we use yeah. to measure if something's straight. Mm. Yeah. And he said to him that I'll show you what straight is. And he... <laughs> level, yeah. So he made the floor so level yeah. that it messed him up psych- psychologically yeah, yeah. because he couldn't accept the fact what true level was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? So yeah. like there, there is that it's, element of like, you know, like you shouldn't believe everything that's yeah, there. And it? it's good that, you know, they are contesting because that's what science is. Yeah. Science is about, you know, what's, what's the popular belief? Okay, why is that? Because, you know, you got to remember so many years ago, um, popular popular belief was, um, you know, let's 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 take it dark again. Um, popular belief was, um, uh, this race is inferior and we're the superior race. Yeah. Now, now that's you know, even though that's been dispelled, people still hold them views. Yeah. Popular belief was a cigarette a day keeps the doctor away. Yeah. That's been disproved as well. Yeah. You know, what I mean, that no longer is the case. Yeah. Um, you know, pe- I mean, the- theories get unproved all the time and it's like new thing like scientific discovery to show this because one of the things that they said was that like somebody said 450 years ago that the earth is round and now if everyone goes against that belief it means that it dispels everything that people know about science but the thing is that theories get proved wrong all the time yeah yeah like you know people that's the thing with science it's always changing yeah like when you always discovery in it and when you thought was something else you know something else changes and i think obviously in the end when you're watching the documentary you realise that, like with anything in life, people just want to belong somewhere. Yeah. People just look for us. You know, people. People deserve to belong as well. You know, human belonging is. A, mm. is you know, we're, we're sociable creatures. You mm. know what I mean? Nobody not. Nobody doesn't want to be um, uh, mm. uh, secluded. But it was quite sad because the people that were coming together as flat earthers, you know, they the, over the views and opinions or just whatever's happening in their life. Mm. Like we've you know been divorced or we lost people, we stopped talking to our family. Mm. You know, it was like wow, like it was just it was heartbreaking. If anything, it was quite sad to see yeah. this happening. Like psychologically, it was interesting, isn't it? Yeah. So like you know, like so the people were presenting these arguments and saying, oh, the people who believe the Earth is round think this, this, and that. Yeah. And then when the filmmakers were saying, so hold on, doesn't if you apply it to yourselves, yeah, does it mean this, this, and that? So the guy, um, the guy's called Mark Sargent. So he used the analogy saying that look, you know, he watched, he's seen the film Truman Show. And he says that when, if you're the mayor of the town and you, you don't want to disprove that your theory is false, you're going to believe the lie. Mm. Uh, but if you're a person who's seeking the truth, you're going to leave the town because you're like, this this town is a lie. Yeah. Filmmaker there and then turns around and says to Mark Sargent, well, aren't you the mayor of Flat Earth Town? Yeah. Would, you know, yeah. would you leave? But he said to himself, he couldn't leave. He's too yeah. deep in the belief. Yeah. Because like, they spent, yeah. It's like, um, you know, it's like asking, I don't know, someone who's got a very high religious position in a particular religion hmm. to convert to another religion hmm. because that person's so deep in what they believe. And I think that's what it is. I think that the, any other flat earthers now probably wouldn't want to ever. Yeah, because then they, they're, they're, they're not part of that community. They're not. And also, yeah. they're going to not be... There's nothing like because it's interesting what the scientists are saying as well. They're saying that they're going to be not only shunned from their flat earth community, when yeah. they try to re-enter into, well, you know, air quotes, normal society, they're going to yeah. feel like they're not going to be welcome there as well. Yeah. So sometimes you have to... Dub, the people feel they have to double down in this. Yeah. And that's why sometimes it's even more dangerous. Yeah. Because then they... So basically what they're saying is that the flat earthers 
believe the earth is flat. Yeah. But then when you ask them about another concept, they can't they can't explain it without making stuff up. Yeah. So, so you have to you have to kind of like dumb down what you know about other things to be true mm. to prove the one thing that they believe, which is the earth is flat. Yeah. And so the example is that you know when the um there was the eclipse. Mm. So they're saying that if the earth isn't spinning. And the moon and the earth are separate from each other. Yeah. How is the eclipse happening? Eclipse happening? Yeah. And they can't explain it. And they're saying, oh, it's some kind of illusion done by Hollywood. Hollywood. Yeah. To prove that um, the earth is round. When the thing is that who's benefiting from knowing that the earth is round? Yeah. It's like there's what is the um, yeah what is the financial gain from that? Like what is anyone going to gain from that? Yeah. Like is there um? But I think it's an interesting show, isn't it? Globe sales. Exactly, yeah. It's I don't think, sellers. yeah, but I think a lot of people in that show did seem like they just wanted to be part of something. And I think even like the main, the main three celebrities that so you had the guy from NASA, yeah, um, who who broke this idea that the Earth is flat, yeah, yeah, and that was just crazy. Like, and then you got the guy Mark Sargent, and then you got the lady uh, Patricia Steer, and it was interesting because they were talked in the documentary. She Patricia Steer herself was saying that. There was people who were creating conspiracy theories about her. About her, yeah. And she was like, oh, you work for the CIA, you do this, you do that. You're a lizard woman and all this yeah. kind of stuff, innit? And it's like, I think it's, it's that paranoia as well. Yeah. And people need to be really careful with um, yeah the effects of paranoia. But I think it's a definitely interesting documentary. Definitely recommend watching it. Would I watch it again? I think it's, for me, it's kind of sad to watch again. Yeah, I think it's upsetting, man. I just think to it was, yeah. see that the impact it had on the people. Yeah, and I think it's that thing where, like, you know, we all want to be a part of something. We all want to believe in something. Everyone wants to be on the the inside where this is the truth we, this yeah. is the truth this is what we know but you, you know, should definitely watch it with someone because me and you had like so many conversations in yeah. between the stuff and we're shouting at the TV yeah, we were yeah. pausing it we are rewinding it watching bits again and thinking yeah, this yeah, is yeah. just mad but you know what yeah I think we should wrap it up so have you so you wouldn't watch it again but you I, would recommend I, it wouldn't watch it again definitely recommend it how many stars would you give it I think I'd give it about four stars man I think four stars man just yeah. because it was so interesting it was it? so interesting yeah. it was interesting in people's lives and you know it's, it's not whether or not you believe the earth is round or flat it's the yeah. idea is that you know stay stay true to science and not science isn't a bad thing science is a tool that has, can be used to prove and disprove many things you know okay. I mean? that's the yeah. main thing isn't it so, so anyway so what we got doing next week next week um, we're going to watch Captain Marvel on Saturday and then also um, a jump prof show is uh, happening Wednesday 6th of March at Serve Bar in Birmingham yeah um, but that's it man those are the two things we've got going that's it man so um, we've had no emails and tweets no emails and tweets um, so you can check us out on social media at we don't do stuff and email us at we don't do stuff at gmail.com yeah um, I've been Sunny Dapp I'm independent and Tina McCartney that means no problem so thanks for listening bye bye